Carl just saying a Harrison, and he said the same back. I can't wait for the foam. Yeah, come on, you pricks. The foam's coming. The foam's coming. I can't wait, Carl. I can't wait. Nor can I. Oh, how's it going, all right? This is the What's Occurring podcast with Carl and Chuck. So if you like jams on the ash, making an omelette or a cheeky finger, then crack on. If not, back off. Tidy. Good evening. <laughs> uh, hello, welcome. What's current podcast series two, episode number six? Cease. Six. Six. Um, yeah, six. Six. That was. What's of all the six. lingo? Cease is six in Spanish. Got or me French. pen friend over from the door doin. Hola. Just chipping in the, when I can. The door or other words, Dawn. Quella there to the Tonaversa. That's series three, actually, but. Um, <laughs> Calm down, calm down. Anyway, uh, this week we're having a little uh, brewski, yeah. as we do as always, having a little drink in respect to the program, to the scene where Gavin and Smithy look. Chuck, that's going off. <laughs> it's Gavlar time. <laughs> that's going off. It's podcast time. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. There we go. Ooh, hello. There's nothing Got better than the ASMR the sound of a uh, can being Cheers open. Cheers to that. Mm. So how's your week been, mate? Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good, mate. Uh, been drinking a lot of the nectar. <laughs> oh, um, You've yeah. just been on the piss this week, then. Yeah, it's been a boozy one, uh, yeah. and it will continue tomorrow night. Um, Is there a reason for it? Yeah. Um, yeah, got a new job. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Well done. Um, well done, so, mate. So, yeah, I'm going to be uh, serving tea and coffee at Marco's Cafe. No, that's not what you're doing. Stupid prick. That's not what you're doing. God, this is dead. Chad. This is so dead. Right, let's get on with the episode. <laughs> Reach it. Yeah. Um, anyway. This is S Club 7 stuff. It's <laughs> reaching for the stars. It really is. So, Series 2, Episode 6. Gavin and Stacey are officially apart. They yeah. are, uh, as Stacey says, she feels very separated. and Well, that's, that's what, what happens, happens when you separate. separate. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, I guess so. We see Stacey having her support network in Barry, you know, Bryn. They're all very worried about her. And then also the same with Gavin and all his mates. And we have the, the night out where... You know, you know how at the start of the episode... They they open up with that phone call. She's in Wales. Yeah. He's in uh, Billericay. It does still feel quite nice on the phone. It's almost like they they're kind of unhappy with each other, but at the same time, it does feel like they really are happy. Like they're not annoyed at each other. Do you no, get that uh, yeah, no, I, I can tell like that they they're a little bit disappointed. I That's think that it. Things That's haven't it. gone yeah. the way they wanted to, but you can you can tell there's still clearly a lot of hope there, and yeah. it's not all over. Um, but yeah, it's quite a it's quite a tetchy episode, you mm. know. It's quite there's quite a few hairyish moments, you know. Uh, we were saying earlier how annoying it is the the phone call when oh my god <laughs> Mick's on the phone to Gwen, but Jason wants to ask a question to Pam mm. uh, uh, to Mick, and then at the same time Pam just wants to ask those oh, questions, but so she's annoying. not on the phone. And it's, it's I've so, been there before. Yeah, you're, you're on the phone to like the customer service department of something, yeah. and you are kind of you know when you're 16, 17, for the first time you're sorting out your own phone bill or whatever, and your mum's just in your ear, kind of like <laughs> trying to give her input because she oh, doesn't want you to make a mistake. It, it is agonising. Fucking annoying. Um, we then have a great. I think for me this is the best scene in the episode. Uh, Gavin and Smithy in the pub together. Yeah. Um, and the way. 
Smithy is just awful at any sort of relationship advice, but you can, he's trying hard. He's but trying his best. He's, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, it's not a marriage anymore. Yeah, yeah it is. Well, on paper. <laughs> but I think with Smithy, the best part about this is the fact that he still, like, you can tell he really does, like, care. But at the same time... He's he, a little bit buzzing, isn't he? He's a little bit happy about <laughs> he's like, it. like, Gavlar's back. Yeah. He's by himself. <laughs> um, and then we have the whole incident with the shirts in the pub. They've arranged a night out uh, with the boys, and they've all come with their stag shirts back on, but uh, R.I.P. Gavin Shipman back from the dead. Even got um, <laughs> even got Dino one printed. He wasn't even at the fucking wedding. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's sheer hilarity, uh, and I love that scene with Chinese Alan coming on. He hasn't even got a shirt. Yeah, and he ends up wearing a bin bag out. Have you ever done that before, mate? It was the most hilarious thing Dino's ever seen. Apparently, <laughs> um, and then we have the ordering. Uh, scene where Smithy and Gavin oh. are placing their order in the pub. You, you got quite irritated by this, didn't you? We were just well, watching it. Well, no, it wasn't. I got irritated by the fact that he was ordering that much food. It was the fact that you could tell, like, it was such a simple thing in his mind, yet she wasn't getting it. But then the <laughs> fact that he thought she wasn't getting it when she probably He's... was getting it, it made the fact even worse. Gavin's it... secondhand embarrassment is real. Yeah. However, like, I do agree with Smithy though. He has got a point. Not that I'd ever do this myself yeah. when ordering a meal. He has got a point. When you when you do do stuff like, oh yeah, can I uh, just have his chips? And they, they always they never actually put those. a full yeah. portion. Yeah. They will genuinely put a few on. So he's got a point, but no, it's just 100%. sheer greed at the same time. One of my uh, favourite ca- unseen characters ever in the whole of Gavin and Stacey has got to be Miserable Brian behind the pub. Oh. <laughs> in the crown. Piss off, Smithy, you tosser. Shut up, Smithy, you tosser. I just love that man. No pretense to him. <laughs> Brian, is this machine a joke? Um, yeah, no, he, he's class. And everyone knows a pissed off bar, bar manager, oh, don't they? And the thing is, as well, no one even bats an eyelid with them. Like, you get in your restaurants, if you've got a grumpy manager or a grumpy owner, everyone kind of has their say about it. But in a pub, if they're grumpy, they just, you sure let them get on with it. One of my actual <laughs> old true. bosses... Um, in a pub that I used to work at, whenever people used to come into the pub asking for a cup of coffee, he used to say, no, this isn't Starbucks, go somewhere else. And we have a coffee machine. Yeah, no, <laughs> And no, he it's... just would refuse to make coffee because he didn't want to. It's bizarre the expectations people can have when they walk yeah. into a place. Anyway, um, <laughs> shall we move on to the, the protest, the, the stop the mask yeah, protest? Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's classic Pam, isn't it? Just she, making a fuss out of nothing. Um, well, the and... thing is as well, we have the start of the episode, we didn't mention this, where she literally contradicts herself. She's like, oh, I get no signal. It's like, <laughs> funny that. <laughs> and she just says it's ridiculous. Like, well, that is what they're doing with the mask. They're sorting out the signalling problem. Um, I, I, I really, really like how Smithy is already at the protest and Gavin's they like, literally Smithy, only just what are you doing here? <laughs> And he's tucking into a a sausage made by uh, Pete and Mick. Why aren't they all at work? I must be saying. Bizarre. Yeah, it's like just, a Friday. Yeah. No one's just at work. All sacked off. They've got a bloody little marquee out, the gazebo out there. Pete's frying sausages. Someone's playing the guitar. This is an interesting point. Mick's making the onions, and some people are having it without onions, yeah? Yeah. Are you onions on burgers or not? Oh, onion, man. Mm. 100%. Oh, there's nothing like a fried onion with that 
beef where it starts caramelising yeah, oh, with the cheese and, oh. or on a so- yeah no no I'm, I'm fully an onion man should have waited for mixed onions when you, yeah when you're going for full grease you've got to add the onions yeah. in there you know what I mean yeah one of go... those flat grills at the at the fryer um, you know those vans have they pardon have the, the pun but you've got to go full hog yeah, yeah. exactly full hog uh, um... it's beef but okay <laughs> Yeah, fair point. I was thinking more <laughs> about the pork sausages with the end. Oh, anyway. yeah, fair enough. Moving on. Yeah. So um, we put this out on Twitter, actually, as well. Just more pointless protests that yeah. Pam perhaps would attend to in this day and age. Someone has said she definitely have protested uh, the, the 5p carrier bag charge in supermarkets. Mm. I reckon so. You know, she yeah. doesn't really practice what she preaches, does yeah, she? Yeah, no, so she's definitely she's one of those. Sort of like the, the kind of like Extinction Rebellion type, yeah. but... At the same time, she's cracking on with like a massive beef burger every now and again. But then so. again, I think, I don't know, I think she'd be the sort of person um, protesting against sort of like a, a clothing company that uses real animal fur whilst wearing a fur coat. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, I she, think she'd be that She'd sort. be uh, firmly subscribed to the Peter newsletter, yeah, but yeah. would actually just, you know, crack on with a yeah. bloody... <laughs> she'd be eating meat five times a week, wearing a fur coat, leather boots. She'd be wearing it all. Anyway, thank you, uh, at Brain Lindsay on Twitter. Hundred percent protested against five p carrier bag charge. Oh yeah, um, James James dot Harris. He said on Twitter that um, Pam would protest with the uni lecturers about the the strikes. Hundred percent, but. Um... She has never been to uni. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd be all over it. <laughs> yeah. All over it. Gazebo there and everything. Barbecue, yeah. pee on the sausages. <laughs> and then we have kind of like a uh, a very typical Gammon and Stacey moment where there's situations going on in Barry and uh, something going on in Essex and they're kind of like yeah. similar evening events. So the Barry Island conting- contingent, they're off to the local town hall for a game off of bingo. Off to the bingo. And then you've got Gavin and his mates off on a night out at a phone party. Um, and then they both kind of intertwine and they're all connected again by mm. Gavin and Stacey, constantly checking their phones, yeah. being quite anxious about the situation. But um, around it all is just absolute hilarity. Yeah, going on for me. You, know what, you know what my favourite bit is? I'm going to stick my neck out here and say... The bingo caller, who we've actually had on the show before, Johnny <laughs> Tudor. He also plays Marco, um, and he comes and the out, DJ from the wedding, yeah, DJ from the wedding yeah. as well. So he plays three parts oh, in Stacey. <laughs> yeah, and um, he makes a reference to Dave, which alludes to what we said a couple episodes ago, where we said about Dave have, being riddled and passing <laughs> yeah. something around Barry. He says. I don't know you, but you know my wife Maria from the clinic. I would send her your love, but you know where that gets you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's spot on, isn't he? He, kind of, he? he clearly has done something awful, Dave, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the also, on your knees, class, 43. On your knees, 43 is also hilarious. And a slightly missed out joke is he the first nine he calls is... Uh, 69 <laughs> yeah oh. it's just a bit of weird road classic sexual. immature yeah, writing exactly. isn't it um and Bryn is fully losing his shit again uh about the fishing trip because he he mm. finds he's getting really anxious that dave's kind of you know getting in with the fam and nessa mm. and so on we had um, another reference towards the fishing trip another clue um dave says as they sit down on the bingo table say says um it's a good place to set uh, as any to set up camp yeah and they all kind of look at each other yeah, and, and it's it very awkward doesn't it yeah yeah, 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 yeah. so <laughs> clearly it involves a camp <laughs> yeah no it involves some sort of tent 100 uh, percent. just going back to a little comment that smithy makes about the foam gavin says i know why you love the foam and he says it's so you oh, can touch yeah. women uh inappropriately 2019, it's not not, happening, is it? That's not happening. I think we can firmly agree on that one, can't we? Case closed. Finally, it all kind of comes to a massive head 
when I I think this is an, again just a genius bit of music. Uh, the way they use Snow Patrol, you could mm. be happy, and it's kind of like the foam's going crazy, and they're both having a joyous night. Gwen's just one at the bingo, and there's there's no actual language involved. It's no. just pure raw acting emotion. You see that Smithy seeing the so kid. Well. Oh, it's amazing! It's incredible. I love that song now yeah. purely because of it. That was another thing I was thinking the other day. How how many royalties these bands must be getting yeah from, like especially Stephen fretwell run the theme yeah. tune like the amount of money you must make so obviously now it being that. on um netflix and iplayer and things like that obviously bbc own the show so they won't have to pay um they'll probably have to pay the, the production company again but netflix buying the show for a fee would there be a set fee that snow patrol would make off that or do you reckon it's based off how many clicks those episodes get? What do you think, Chuck? Like, do you think they'll be getting a set royalty figure for when they signed the show for Netflix? Um, it's an interesting question. Because I always I think know. about this. Because obviously, shows on Netflix, you can't really yeah no, see what it, it's uh, old that, shows. That's that why is. Netflix originals. It's just quite a tangent, but it's quite an interesting conversation yeah. worth having actually. Because I learned a bit about this at uni. Um, um, that's why Netflix originals are like so groundbreaking and so on because mm. they're their programs and it's kind of like you know the fact they've built them in house. So I imagine they do probably get some royalties off plays and clicks and so yeah. on. Um, but I imagine it's still owned by Baby Cow Productions. They're called actually the yeah, production yeah. company. So it's still the royalties still always diverge to them. They probably just get a percentage. I yeah, imagine. it'll be a percentage but of the. Obviously, final when they make fee. something in house, it's a hundred percent. That's why yeah. the Netflix originals, the Amazon Prime originals, Mad. are like they they invest so much money in them, and that's why they're getting so good because so yeah. much money is involved in it and everything. But yeah, no interesting conversation. Yeah, it, it's all, you know, all moving on to the point that we're now about to see a new episode. Yeah, we're about five Gavin weeks away Day. now, uh, which is pretty epic. That is mad. Going back to the kind of like final scene and then we see Gavin and Stacey uh, having that emotional kind of phone call. We're going to be all right. Interestingly, uh, one other thing I want to make though, Gavin gets out of that nightclub pretty quickly. Mm, no club takes <laughs> out. You reckon he's gone through a fire exit and there's no bouncer inside or anything. <laughs> you don't see any crowds waiting to go out. He must have been... You know when there's that time in the nightclub where if you leave at about quarter to one or something, for whatever reason, you kind of miss the people who are coming in yeah. and the people who have been late coming in and you're in that limbo between people, no one leaving and no one coming in. So I reckon he was either in that time period that everyone knows. Um, everyone knows. Yeah, or... Uh, yeah. He, it was completely really badly set up and the continuity behind the sort of mise-en-scene was awful. <laughs> um, anyway, should we get on with the email segment? Yeah, mate, it's let's do it. It's quite a good one this week. It's really like good. It. So, big, big... Oh, this is huge news. It is yeah. huge news. This is groundbreaking Massive. news. So, on Monday or Sunday last week, I think I saw it appeared... It was on Sunday. Uh, on various different Gavin and Stacey pages and so on and so forth. Someone eagle-eyed has noticed on the IMD page of the Gavin and Stacey Christmas special that the character list for this year's brand new spanking special is, as usual, Gwen... Pam, Stacey, Mick, Nessa, Gavin, Smithy, Bryn. So we've already touched upon quite a few big... Mm -hmm. So we're not going to be seeing Gav's mates. We're not going to be seeing uh, Rudy. We're not going to be seeing various characters who are in the programme. So it's very much the core characters. However, there is a new, completely yeah. unseen, brand spanking new character named Sonia. Yeah. 
there we go. Should we delve into it a bit? And then yeah. we, we are asking you who you think Sonia might be. So we'll read out some so of your So essentially, tweets. this Sonia is played by Laura Eichmann. Yep. Uh, and we don't know whether she's part of the Shipmans or the Wests or none of them. She could be a completely th- different third party. So Laura Eichmann is... Again, for a bit more context, 34 in real life. Right. So, don't know, maybe she p- can potentially play as someone a bit younger, but around, you probably say no younger than 25, yeah. no older than 35, mm. 40. So, you, you don't want to leave too big a gap, but you'd no. say around kind of like Gavin and Smithy's age. Sort so, of. Yeah. so, I'm thinking that that's the sort of character she she might get involved yeah. with. I'm going to kick off quickly with my guess. Okay, yeah, no, we'll, I said we'll this, go for ours and then we'll read some. I, I, some I said this on Twitter and um, it actually did get a fair bit of traction. Um, I said, hopefully it's Gavin's new wife. Hashtag Stacey is a drip. Callum, how many times have I mentioned <laughs> Joanna Page is a fan of the show? She's a friend of the show. None oh, of that. <laughs> yeah, Chuck, what's your prediction? Um, my prediction is, realistically, I think it's probably got to be a love interest of Smithy maybe uh, or something to do with Smithy just thinking because uh, obviously we, we we weren't sure if Nessa and Smithy were together so I'm just thinking it potentially could be a, a love interest of Smithy but it's hard to guess um, should we read some some yeah. of Twitter's guesses yeah out? linking to your guess there Laura Laley at Laura Laley she says is it Lucy aka Lula Bella Mozzarella now that is a good shout but her name's Sonia. Shit. <laughs> and, and don't worry, you read that out. There is a couple of guesses I've seen on Twitter and a few uh, fan forums and so on. Some people have gone, oh, that's Lucy. And then it just been shut down. Like, no, yeah. you idiot. Well, I'm, I'm an actual Sonya. clown for actually saying that's a good guess because she's called Sonia. But oh, I feel like, yeah, it could be a love interest. Um, at the Megan Hayward on Twitter as well. Thanks for getting in touch. She says, trick question. That is clearly Misty from the CBB show. Maybe she's ended up stuck in Barry for Christmas and it's the crossover. None of us <laughs> asked her. Either that or she's a secret love child from Nick's dirty dog days <laughs> that come through Christmas. I mean, two answers in one, man. I'm loving both of them. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure we're going to see a CBBC <laughs> crossover. I've just um, seen the next one. At <laughs> Jess Sainsbury said, Sheridan Smith. Rudy's replacement then at Theo Watson's replied to her saying the character would still be called Ruth Uh, lots of people just completely (laughs) ignoring the fact that it clearly says the character is called Sonia at Tim Fan and fan of the show he says he's shocked to the very core but believes it could be Nessa's lesbian lover or Smithy's new girlfriend interesting kind of down the route that I went Um, and I think I think Smithy and Nessa, it, it's definitely an involvement within <laughs> Smithy, Nessa, Gavin and Stacey. So <laughs> I'm just trying to be all serious here. And Callum's just got a massive grin on his face. one of the other replies. Okay, go for it. And um, uh, at Louis Pedder underscores replied saying, camping trip question mark. And I replied to him from my personal account saying, a middleman in the fishing trip story, maybe. Now we're getting somewhere. And she, he said, maybe she's the fish. Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. <laughs> Cheers, Louis. Uh, there we go. At, just again, increasing the excitement for the Christmas special. We yeah. mentioned it last week uh, that it's now been seen by the cast. So we are literally getting so much closer to the Christmas special. The the John Lewis advert was out this week. It's mm. coming. We're 38 days away, people. Uh, and as we said before, it is not a countdown to Christmas this year. It is a countdown to the Gavin and Stacey Christmas special. But that 
wraps up this week's segment. Thank you very much for getting in touch at What's Occurring Pod on Twitter. So it's time to move on to this week's character analysis, and it is none other than Dino, the man himself, the biggest, dopiest person within this show. And I think he's one of these characters we didn't need, but we just do love him. I mean... Dino, for me, is honestly, I think, out of all the characters that dip in and out of the programme, mm. so you've got various uh, ones like Rudy, like uh, Dino, like Chinese Allen, all of these characters that we, we only see little bits of Dick Powell as well. Um, he's my favourite. Yeah. I think he's the funniest. Yeah, he there's, there's no denial there. He is absolutely god stinking hilarious. He is one of the boys, one of Gavin and Stacey's friends, uh, Gavin's mates, one of the boys. Um, he's got many hilarious moments. So uh, believe it or not, we'll go on to his top moments straight away. Believe it or not, he's not actually that in that many episodes. No, like, he's, he's not. very much like just kind of seen. But you think here he's in loads because uh, he comes out with so many corkers. Exactly. He's that good of a character. So we actually put four moments i think he's literally in only four or five episodes yeah and he, he still has we managed four top moments i mean with with stacy and gavin and characters like that oh, and struggle. dave coaches we they're in like almost every episode and we're struggling to come yeah, up with dave's three. in every episode yeah. of the third series um and we were literally struggling to come up with three yeah. so in at fourth place is with 15 percent of the vote it's very tight Dino being scared of bowling shoes. I'm gutted by this. This is what I voted for. Did you this vote is my favourite moment. I think it's honestly one of the most genius lines. Who the fuck is scared of bowling shoes? But it's just... <laughs> it's so funny. Like many of the characters, it's just Dino. He's the sort of bloke... <laughs> I've never so met anyone who's scared of bowling shoes, but he's the exactly. sort of bloke that would be scared oh, of bowling shoes. No, exactly the so sort of guy. And that is obviously part of that hilarious scene where um, also he, he makes the comment about... Uh, fancy her getting a five a day that's the Welsh for you yeah. and then also another line we mentioned this recently is like another absolute call when he's like yeah no we haven't met before but I've seen a photo of you outside a church in a dress in a dress I think it might have been someone's wedding <laughs> yeah might have been in at number three it's so tight so that was 15%. This is 19% of the vote. 19? Oh, I've got it down as 20 on mine, Chuck. Oh, it's chopping fees. and changing as we speak. Um, it's him loving the foam. Yeah. And that is literally from this episode. Um, and it is obsession with a phone party. And Acts like a kid, doesn't he? Yeah. Have you ever been to a phone party? Just um, yeah, pressure. one, it freshes. And it was the, the worst thing I've ever been it, to. It, it, you I get absolutely just got soaked. Wet. You just get very wet. wet. And it's almost like you can't breathe that well. Yeah, because um, it smells of like... You imagine like a smoke machine like a year nine disco it's like that but where yeah it's not not very nice uh in at number, number two, two over to you cal okay now this is a big 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 moment i thought the show. this was gonna win yeah to I, I did as well now, i thought this was gonna be the winner and number two with 27 percent of the vote is the key and toffee request now this is weird no one ever has heard someone order a mixture of a coffee and a tea in a cafe before never so we've got actually got a uh, a key or a, a toffee key. you know what i'm really it's worried not an actual key or a toffee it is a half and half yeah i'm really worried about this i'm gonna give it a sip first all right and then throw, throw it my way well, it, it, you know i love tea and i love I'm coffee just a, i'm just gonna have a gulp of my heineken before we <sighs> it smells disgusting genuinely is it bad yeah all right go for it come on that is disgusting. A reminder that this was number two in your top Dino moments. Uh, the key slash toffee oh, request. You know what's worse about it is because it's pretty much black tea. Okay. Yeah. And it just tastes burnt tea. All right, here we go. 
personally, it doesn't smell that bad. It's no, but it doesn't like smell a... like nice because you know both's in there. That's the thing. Ah, uh, you know what? Well, the the initial flavour of it is not that bad. It's just the yeah. after. Yeah, the aftertaste. Yeah, it's not great. Burnt. You know what? Fuck you, Dino. He's gone for sip two, number two. No. No. No, Dino. None of that. Anyway, the top Dino moment, wow. your favourite moment from Dino, aka uh, Matt Bainton, who's now pretty famous actor, yeah, done well big. for himself. He's big. Your favourite moment is him learning Welsh. With 38% uh, of the vote. Of course, learning Welsh for their big night out in Cardiff. Um, <laughs> and Smithy's absolutely disgusted by it. Uh, but it's great when he's actually almost gets successful. With he it. does he, get a bit Your heart breaks a little bit for him when Fingers comes along and takes off. Takes off Thing him. is, you can never trust Fingers, can you? You can't. The bloke's a womaniser. He, he, he's an absolute <laughs> machine and he, he really does get good success rates. <laughs> Dino, legend of the game. All right, this week, the stakes are being raised. Uh, we are joined by my long-time best friend, Mr. Callum Watson. How you doing, buddy? Hey, boys. How's it going? Pretty How you doing, good. mate? Pretty uh, good. So obviously we've got a different kind of dynamic on the podcast this week. We've got some. We've had sibling rivalry before, but now we've got some friendship rivalry. That is, yeah. I think that's the biggest. He's been chomping at the bit for quite a while right. now. And this <laughs> saying, why has it had a resurgence? <laughs> uh, he's been chomping at a bit for quite a while. Uh, he's been he's been nibbling uh, at the rod, and basically it's because uh, your name is Callum. So just a bit of pre context. Yeah. Uh, C- Callum. Other Callum, who's our guest this week, uh, has been my best friend for a while now. Callum I met at uni, uh, who's also a good friend of mine now as well, and uh, I'd now do the podcast with him, and Callum's basically been bitter ever since that. I've now got another friend called Callum who I do a (laughs) Callum and Stacey podcast with. Um, Yeah, I wasn't happy. So, uh, yeah, the stakes are high. What were your emotions like when you first heard that Chuck was doing a podcast with another... Fellow Gallon Stacey uh, member, fully shattered fan, really, and also called Callum. What were your What were your emotions like? I just didn't think he had space in his life for two Callums. I was a bit gutted, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, oh, nightmare, nightmare. <laughs> it's what. Okay, so as you know, every week we have time for a thirty-second pitch for you to tell us why you are the biggest Gavin and Stacey fan. You up for it, Callum? I haven't prepared anything, but I'll give it a crack. Oh, here he goes. <laughs> he's he's, got, he rolls out the he's full He's a hustler. Four. He's a classic hustler. Yeah, literally. Right. Has no, a, genuine. I forgot about it. Hasn't that. prepared anything. I, was halfway, w- I was only halfway through watching the episode. <laughs> I was with him earlier today, and he was gas bagging about it. Uh, he is severely hungover, though. He's had about four hours sleep. Oh, nightmare. <laughs> nightmare. Um, yeah. Okay, Callum. Your time starts in three, two, one, go. Um, I've lost a lot of weight, but I used to be the same size as Smithy. Uh, <laughs> what else? I know it's curry order off by art. Go on. Um, chicken booner, lamb booner, prawn booner, bag of chips, key banana, nine poppadoms, and a sagaloo. Forgot the mushroom rice. Go on, keep going, keep going. No, you didn't. Go, 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 go. Oh, nightmare. Oh, God, no. Oh, he's definitely got the beer sweat setting in right now. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you really are. Here. You really are hanging for hey, dear Hey, the life. first time I saw him today, yeah, he walked I mean, in. I was yeah, in a cafe. He walked into the cafe, and oh my god, it's like someone had just been hit by a car. And just walked <laughs> in the front door. <laughs> right, um, let's get on with the scores. Chuck, anyway, what do you think? Three, two, one. 
two and a half. Five. Oh, mate. We're in <laughs> sync with We're this. We're in sync. So round that up. Three out of five. That's pretty mediocre. Yeah. Uh, and I'm afraid you're not going to be able to get to the top, Cal, because Abby last week scored four points in all of it. Clean, and sweet. Yeah, I listened to that. She was good, wasn't she? Yeah. There we go. She was Future very good. Future wife, do you reckon, Callum? I think she's more chuck speed than mine. So <laughs> Callum, do you know what the quiz works? Yeah, yeah. Just ask me okay. questions and I'll try and answer Five, <laughs> Five <laughs> questions each about the specific episode in question, which is series two, episode six in this case. They're going to be pretty niche questions. Uh, you're going to go head to head with Chuck. It's a kind of, if you both all get a level after five questions we've got a tie break if you and beat me you your whole score doubles so yeah. we add you combine your your two scores together from both the the 30 second speech which was quite frankly embarrassing and the <laughs> the super fan quiz score and then we double it so you need Time some points redemption. mate you need some points here we go okay do you want to go first chuck oh no we, we'll do the uh, wait where's the virtual, virtual toss? Toss. <laughs> where's the virtual toss right okay you tosser God, awful chat. Oh no! What? No, I've got it. Don't worry. It's called... As the virtual top cool. shut down. Cool heads or tails? Uh, tails. I didn't see that. All right, tails. tails. Look at you. He's it already suspecting foul play. Tails never fails. All right, so I'm going to go Chuck, first. You'd like to go first? Yeah. Okay, cool. I went second last week, and it went Pete. Well, that's quite handy because I've got you written down to go first, so it's fine. Right, okay, go. so Chuck, <clears throat> question number one: How far away is the phone mast? Oh, fucking hell. Oh, this is such bullshit, man. Um, yeah, that's pretty niche. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> they, the there's fuck? more. It's, it's going to get worse. Uh, Christ. These questions are provided, may I say, while Chuck's thinking, by our friend Harrison, who is a script writer. Two miles away. Two miles? Yeah. Incorrect. It's incorrect. 67 it? feet. Oh, fucking hell. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Sorry. It's an observation bloody question. Um, well, actually, no, it is mentioned. <sighs> Go on. Okay, your first question, Callum. Yep. How much money did Smithy put in the fruity? Oh, 13 quid. <sighs> no, that's wrong. incorrect. It's 20 quid, isn't it? No, no 19. 19, yeah. 19. 19. Yeah, yeah. Boys, not a great start. Not a great, great start. start. Okay. Chuck, your second question. Where is the phone party that they drove all the way to for Gavin? Oh, Not in this hell. episode they referenced where they drove to. Not in this episode? No, because remember in the conversation they say, oh, we even drove all the way to for the phone party just because you like the phone so much. Oh, it's something end. It's like, uh, <laughs> is it Bridge End? Have you watched this episode? Oh, shut up. <laughs> Is it Bridge End? Bridge End. <laughs> Sounds like know. a League Two team. Oh, this mate. is going dreadfully. No, it's Ritzy's. Oh, Ritzy's. Yeah. Oh, for the phone. Oh, for fuck's sake. Harrison, you're doing well this week, mate. Not with the questions. These questions. Okay, question here. number two for you, Callum. Sack the producer. What is the wombat song playing in the background at the pub when Gavin and Stacey meet for lunch? Gavin and Smithy, sorry. Fucking hell. Mate, Harrison Jesus. needs to have a day off. These are ridiculously neat. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was about to say Combine Harvester, but that's by the Wurzels, not the Wombats. <laughs> <laughs> um, I bet you don't even know a Wombat song. No, I don't, mate. I'm, I'm struggling here. It's their, I mean, it is their most famous one. Oh, what? No, come on. I don't even, oh, mate, I don't even know, know a any Wombat song. song. Fair I enough. Don't, I don't know any Wombat songs. All right, okay. Then... Um, I'm going to have to let you know. Fortunately, that means you got it incorrect, but it's Kill the Director. Yeah. 
No, let's dance. The Joy Division's got to be their favourite song. We anyway, even crack the top ten. Moving what? on. Zero out of zero. Oh, both right. Us. Got you. Um, yeah, zero out of zero after the first four questions. <laughs> two each. Hell. This great isn't start. a great start, boys. car crashed off. I mean, if you don't get this one, Chuck, then you really need to quit the podcast. But how much does Nessa give Gwen for her birthday? A fiver. That is correct. <laughs> That's one so down. easy. It is quite easy. Um, but we move on. Callum, your third question. What colour was Pam's scarf in the telephone mask scene? Blue. Light blue. God, spot on. Love to see it. That is 1-1 one, one after the first three questions. Chuck, your fourth question. What song is playing at the start of the protest on the acoustic guitar? And they're singing... It's a live set. Imagine oh, no, there's no... <laughs> Imagine John Lennon. Okay, perfect, yeah. 2-1 to Chuck. Doesn't that just seem like the perfect protest? Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. It really brought a tear to my eye. Um, okay, we're moving on to your... Was this uh, in your fourth? Fourth, question, fourth. What animal is on Gwen's tea cosy in the omelette-eating scene? Fucking hey. hell. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that is... <it's> an observation. <laughs> what colours... What colours fucking Bryn's bloody shoes in? Right, all right, all right. When he... <laughs> They're brown. That's ridiculous. I knew that one. <laughs> uh, I'd just go a dog. Huh? I'll go a dog. dog. I want to help you out. No, mate, bloody hell, there's no helping out on this podcast. Oh, it's a dragon. All right, there Welsh we go. flag. It's a dragon. Oh, I should have um, that. But it's not a Welsh flag, but it's a Welsh crest. Okay, Chuck, your fifth and final question. For the, for the W... What is the name of the bingo master's wife? Oh. <laughs> I'd send her your love. my wife. Fiona, would that get you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Glenda? It's incorrect. It's Maria. Maria, fuck. That is so basic. Disappointing. <sighs> Did, would you have got that, Callum? Nah. Your final question, Callum, to take it to the tie break. What is the nationality of John Prescott and Nessa's cook? Nessa's cook? Yeah, John Prescott and Nessa have a chef together and they um, tell yeah, well, Nessa says what I, nationality I she is. I know what it is. <laughs> yes, he's oh, not going to Oh, Lord. Uh, Welsh? No. That is incorrect. Filipino, isn't it? Filipino. Yes. That means you win, Charlie. Yes. That is, no, honestly, uh, can I just say this right now? Do not be proud of that, because that, that was one of the worst things I've ever seen. possibly that one of the worst quizzes ever. Woeful. What was that? 2-1 to me. So Callum, yeah. oh my God. After, after months of giving me grief and lip, he scored a total of four. I'll take that. <laughs> oh. Well, take that. You're in... Uh, a total of six out of six places, and you're five points behind the next <laughs> position. <so. laughs> but do you want to tell our, our faithful listeners what happened earlier today whilst you were taking a dump at my house? <laughs> oh well, well, I did. Well, it was just relation to uh, a Gavin and Stacey scene. I'm not sure what episode it is. Chuck, I probably know because he's good at that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, basically, I was having a numero dos whilst Chuck was having a shower. And they just brought me back to the scene where <laughs> Nessa, was, Nessa was in the bath and Stace was in the shower. Brilliant. <laughs> ludicrous. Brilliant. Absolutely ludicrous. Before you go, Callum, can you tell us your predictions for the Christmas special? What have you thought would happen? And, uh, yeah, have you got anything controversial to let us know? Uh, 
No, to be honest, I'm just excited for it. Obviously, it's been a long time yeah. since it's been aired, so yeah, just yeah, just sort of buzzing to buzzing to see what what they what they're going to give to us. Thank you very much for coming on, Callum. Commiserations about the result. Okay, thank you very much for listening to this week's episode. Series 2, episode 6. Next week we'll be looking at episode 7, the, the final episode of the series. Series 2 has flown by. Yeah, it has, it has. And then we, we'll have a quick look at the... Uh, funny enough, when we start the podcast, we're thinking, oh, we'll look at the uh, the, the original Christmas special around Christmas time. Yeah. But now we're going to have to get it out of the way because we've got so, yeah. fucking no one So I think what's note, uh, important to note is we're going to look at um, the Christmas special and then kind of have a few episodes talking about the up and coming Christmas special. Yeah. And then we'll look at Series 3 some, after New we've Year. We've got some big plans for the up and coming Christmas special. You will not want to miss them. They'll be all over YouTube, all over Twitter, at What's Occurring Pod. Do give us a follow, like, subscribe, the usual shebang. Perfect. Thank you for listening. Oh, the episode's over. Page a hackle for a or in other words, sling your hook or I'll break your face.